and welcome to Enter the Glory Zone with me, Dr. Edith Davis on 94.1 FM Wave 94. Spiritual believers, I would like to once again say, even though we're going through this valley, 2020 is going to be a great year for us. We are going to have extraordinary, extraordinary and wonderful things happen for and to us. This is the 5,780, I think, uh, 5,780, which is the Jewish calendar. So, um, so this is going to be great, but we must understand who we are and whose we are and what is our authority and power. As I thought about, as I prepare for this, this particular broadcast, I was listening to the various um, miracles of people um, uh, being um, delivered from the coronavirus, um, people being miraculously healed. And then, of course, I've heard about people who have passed away. And I stand in the gap to this very moment praying that that God will be glorified in this whole endeavor. The coronavirus is done. It it is cursed to the roots in the name of Jesus. The issue is this. What what was the real agenda here? Well, we know that Satan's agenda has always been to destroy the church. But in the end, God always wins. So the issue for me was what was God's agenda? And we know that God has all power and authority. However, he has delegated in the case of planet Earth, all the authority and power on planet Earth to mankind. So and we have free will, which makes things very complicated here on planet Earth. So as I reflected on this moment in time, and I just was in awe how God had been preparing me for such a time as this. And what I mean by this is, is that for over a decade, I had been praying Psalms 91 out loud. So that's been in the atmosphere for over a decade. Then, um, just I think it was not too long ago, I um, started over a year, maybe two years ago, I started, God told me to start taking Holy Communion every day. Well, what is the significance of taking Holy Communion every day? I'm going to get into that in just a minute. But Joseph Prince has a new book that just came out that will also go into more detail of the significance and the power of Holy Communion. And then the other thing um, that God had me doing was about, I guess it was over a year, maybe two years ago, he gave me a new song about the blood of Jesus. And so I was like, okay. So I started singing this new song in my worship time with the Lord in the morning. And it's a very powerful song. It talks about the blood of Jesus 
um, protecting me, providing for me, my children, my household, my pastors, my family, my friends. Um, It's about um, protection and provision and and permitting us into the Holy of Holies. It's about um, purging and purifying us. Um, and And it's a permanent sign that we belong to him. So in the spirit realm, with the enemies, the spirit in the spirit realm, the enemies of our soul actually sees the blood of Jesus on us. And so I was saying, wow. And as I reflect now about what's going on, I see how God had protected me <clears throat> from this, this virus, this virus. And it was just awesome. And then also I, he started teaching me how to correctly pray. You know, um, there are, there's, there's a correct, correct way to pray to sickness and disease. There's a correct, correct way to pray to lack and poverty. It's a correct way to pray to demonic forces that come, um, against you. And you, a lot of Christians run to God and I'm not saying don't run, don't go to the father, but he has given us the authority. So in the case of sickness and disease, lack and poverty, evil of any kind, we need to speak to the problem and command it to bow his knee to King Jesus. So I'm going to unpack this um this information that I, that God has given me just a moment. So let us unpack this, these uh, revelations that God had given me in preparation for this time with the coronavirus. Let's start off with Psalms 91. Psalms 91 is a powerful, powerful word of God that actually deals directly with viruses and plagues. It also deals with the enemy, Satan, and his demons that come against us. And in this psalm, when it's put in the mouth of a believer and mixed with faith, causes the gates of hell to tremble, causes the angels of God to come forth and protect who is ever praying this prayer. Not only does it protect that individual, it protects that individual's children. It protects that individual's livelihood. It protects that individual in every aspect of their lives. Psalms 91 is the prayer of protection. And I have been telling people for decades to pray Psalms 91. Psalms 91. Let us um, briefly just, let me um, briefly go. This psalm is so powerful. We must say it. We must um, read it. So let me read it for you now. I, I have the Amplified Bible. I just, I like the Amplified Bible. I like this new Passion Translation as well. And the reason why I like the Amplified Bible, because it tries its best to um, translate directly from the Hebrew and the Old Testament and the Greek in the um, New Testament. Cornate Greek in the New Testament. So 
it is almost the closest thing to a direct translation if you want it, unless you want to actually study Greek and study uh, Hebrew, and then you could um, do it yourself. But let's do it. And I'm going to put, um, like, I like to personalize it, so I put my name in there. So you should put your name in there. Um Edith, who dwells in the secret place of the Most High, and also take out the shall. And the reason why I do that, I take out the future tense because in Hebrew and in the Hebrew language, they don't have a future tense. They only have present and past tense. And there's a reason for that. And we'll have another discussion on that another day. But so there is no future tense in the Hebrew language. He who dwells in the secret or Edith who dwells in the secret place of the most high remains stable and fixed under the shadow of the almighty whose power no foe can withstand. Edith will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God on him. I lean and rely and in him I confidently trust. For then he will deliver Edith from the snares of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. Then Edith will, then God will cover Edith with his pinions and under his wings shall Edith trust and find refuge. His truth and his faithfulness are a shield and a buckler. Edith will not be afraid of the terror of the night, nor of the arrow, the evil plots and slander of the wicked that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that stalks in darkness. Now, this is this is in regards to a plague, right? Nor of destruction and sudden death that surprise and lay waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at their side and ten thousand at their right hand, but it not come near Edith. Only as a spectator, Edith will be, and uh, she will be inaccessible in the secret place of the Most High, as Edith witnesses the reward of the wicked, because Edith has made the Lord her refuge and the Most High her dwelling place. There are no evil befall Edith, nor any plague or calamity come near Edith's tent. That's my house. For Edith will give for the God, Daddy God, you hey, will give his angels special charge over Edith to accompany and defend and preserve Edith in all his ways of obedience and service. They shall bear Edith up on their hands, lest Edith will dash her foot against a stone. Edith shall tread upon the lion and the adder, the young lion and the serpent. Edith will trample underfoot because Edith has set, because Edith has set her love. No, this is the other way. Because Edith has set her love upon Daddy God, Yuhevahe, Christ Jesus, Lord God, Holy Spirit. Therefore, God will deliver Edith. God will set Edith on high because Edith knows and understands Abba Father Yuhevahe, Lord God, Yahshua Mashiach, Christ Jesus, Lord God, Ruha Kadash, Lord God, Holy Spirit's name, and has a personal knowledge of my mercy, love, and kindness. Trust and relies on me, knowing that I will never forsake Edith, no matter, never, 
never, never. Edith will call upon me and I will answer Edith. I will be with Edith in trouble and I will deliver Edith and honor Edith with a long life. Oh, I will satisfy Edith and show Edith my salvation, which is Yahshua Amashiach, Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior. So this is in my soul. This is in my spirit. And it's, it's just awesome to have the word of God to be a a force field, a shield to protect us from this microorganism called the coronavirus or any other evil. So this is something, like I said, for decades, I have been reading Psalms 91 out loud. And so, and I recognize it as a prayer of what? Protection. A prayer of protection. So the next thing that God did was God gave me this new song and it, you know, it goes something like this. Let's see. Um, Thank you for your holy blood, Christ Jesus. Thank you for your holy blood. Thank you for your holy blood, Christ Jesus. Thank you, thank you for your holy blood, your holy blood. Purifies me, permits me into the holy of holies. Your holy blood purges me, my children, my pastors and family and friends. Your holy blood, your holy blood, Christ Jesus. Your holy blood, your holy blood, Christ Jesus, your holy blood purifies me, my children, my pastors and family and friends, your holy blood, your holy blood, Christ Jesus, your holy blood, your holy blood, Christ Jesus, your holy blood protects me, my children, my pastors, my family, my friends. Your holy blood, your holy blood, Christ Jesus, your holy blood, your holy blood, Christ Jesus, your holy blood provides for me, my children, my pastors, my family, my friends, your holy blood, your holy blood, Christ Jesus, your holy blood, your holy blood, Christ Jesus, your holy blood permits me, my children, my pastors, my family, my friends, 
Your holy blood, your holy blood, Christ Jesus, your holy blood, your holy blood, Christ Jesus, your holy blood. Mm, hallelujah is a permanent sign, permanent sign, permanent sign that we belong to you. It's a permanent sign, permanent sign, permanent sign that we belong to you, Christ Jesus. And so I've been singing this song for a few years now and the Holy Spirit gave it to me for such a time as this because the two most powerful weapons that we have for spiritual warfare and for physical warfare on this planet is the word of God the name of Jesus and the blood of Jesus okay and Jesus is the word of God so the, so the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that he is King of kings and Lord of all. He is the way. He is the truth. He is the life and only through him to the Father. And so it is a powerful, powerful, powerful thing to to have this song. And this has strengthened me so that the spirit of fear cannot overtake me because God doesn't give us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. God must have faith in order to operate and do the things he does for us. It's impossible to please God without faith. And everybody, everybody has been given a measure of it. Okay. And, but we have to recognize that God has done everything. It was finished. It was finished at Golgotha. It was finished at Calvary. Jesus took it all. He took all, all the, he took the coronavirus. He took the sickness and disease. He took the lack of poverty. He took every curse on this earth. For us, he took the shame and the rejection, the depression, the mental illness. He took it all for us. But you can't receive it if you don't believe it. And that's the crux of the matter. So God had given me Psalms 91. God had given me this new song that I sing now. And God... Mm, mm, mm. God had given me the authority and the power to decree and declare and command the enemy to bow his knee and not enter my household. Right? So this um, there's a lot more that can be unpacked with this and over time hopefully we will be able to do that. But this, I have been prepared. Then God had told me to renew taking the Holy Communion. Now, what is the, what is this all about? Well, first of all, I had to get some incorrect teaching about Holy Communion 
dealt with. And one of the one of the incorrect teachings that we are taught in in Holy Communion is that you cannot take the Holy Communion unworthily. And basically they're saying, you you know, you don't need to be taking Holy Communion um, with sin. Okay. And of course, Jesus has taken all our sins. Okay. All our sins, we are, we have been given the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Now, we're not righteous, but we have acquired Christ Jesus' righteousness. Okay, so that's that will deal with the issue of, well, you know, I, I, I just lied yesterday. Okay, Jesus took that. Yes, you have to repent. Yes, because Satan is a legalist and he will try to come in on any area that you leave open to him and try to tear you up, uh, tear you apart on the physical realm. But as far as in the spiritual realm, you are good with God the Father. You are, if you've accepted his son, blood, accepted his death for your sins, because the wages of sin is death, then you are free in the spirit realm. There's another issue, though, on the physical side. Okay, so if you go rob a bank, yes, you can repent and God forgives you for robbing the bank. That's on the vertical side of it. But on the horizontal side with dealing with mankind, you at the popo, the police comes and gets you. You going to jail. You going to prison. And God, the Lord Christ Jesus, will be with you in prison. So do you understand now? So yes, Holy Communion is powerful. So what he what he really means, what God really means by don't take Holy Communion unworthily is really is not about us. It's about our perception and discernment of the bread and the wine or the grape juice or whatever you're drinking. Right. So you have to understand that you have to take the bread and Look at it with the right perspective. This is Jesus. This is Jesus' love language. This is Jesus telling us, I want you to do this in remembrance of me. Remember what I've done for you. I died for you. I loved you so much, Edith, that I died for you. So what basically is going on here is that Jesus, Jesus is... Is letting us know that remember me and remember about the bread. Now, why unworthily means you? So a lot of people take the bread and the wine, they drink it together, and they don't give it any thought. They don't even recognize what. I mean, it's just a routine. That's unworthily. But when you take that bread and you lift it up and you give thanks to the Father, like Jesus did at the Last Supper, and you. Do this and remember, so you remember how he t took the brutal beating almost to death. Blood was everywhere for us, lashed by the Roman guards. And how he was, his beard was plucked and they spat on him and they shamed him, humiliated him, rejected him. They put a crown of thorn on his head and oh, it was, it was awful. They slapped him. This is this is God, the creator of the universe. With just one word, God could have just wiped out this entire planet. 
but he loved us so much that he permitted his son to be abused like this because this was the price that had to be paid for your sins and my sins. So when we take Holy Communion, we lift up that bread and we remember and we think and we reflect and we put it on our tongue and we give thanks and praise and we thank Jesus and we thank him and we thank him again for what he has done for us. Then we take the wine, the wine or the grape juice or whatever you're drinking, and you lift that up to the Father and you recognize that this represents the blood of Christ Jesus. And it's only through the blood that the sins, the, the atonement for our sins were taken. And the righteousness, there was the great exchange, the righteousness of God's um, life you know, was given to us. So when we take the bread, he's dealing with sickness and disease, lack and poverty. He took all of that into his body for us. And he gave back everything that he left behind to come to earth to save us. He gave us his riches, his wealth, his healing. So when you have a pain in your body or, or, or some kind of sickness in your body, you have to recognize that it does not belong to you, that you have the body of Christ Jesus. You are the bride of Christ and his body is your body. Just like when you get married, when you get married, your husband body is your body and your body is your husband's body. So sometimes I'll have a pain here or a pain there and I'll reject it in the name of Jesus. And I say, Lord, I want your lungs. Lord, give me your thyroid. Lord, you know, give me your beautiful abdomen. <laughs> okay. Lord, I want your beautiful hair. <laughs> okay. So we got to recognize that there's a great exchange here. Not only did he take all the bad things in our life, but he gave us all the good things in his life. And that's what that's what it means to do it worthily, remembering and recognizing that this is a sacred thing. This is the Eucharist. This is we are giving thanks. We are grateful and thankful for what our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, did for us. So, as I reflect on this pandemic, this, this epidemic, I, I think about the greatness and the graciousness of God and how He has prepared me for such a time as this. There was another area that I wasn't, I was slow to obey. I obeyed immediately, but then it's hard for me, and that is the area of sugar. God literally came to me back in the 1990s and told me to stop eating sugar. Well, it's almost impossible to do that, but I definitely for three months, I took every Twinkie, every, every, every thing in my cupboard that has sugar in it, every donut, all of it, and I threw it in the garbage can, and for three months, I didn't eat it, and I lost a bunch of weight. The weight just fell off my body. Sugar is a big deal, and, um, and but over time, I gradually reintroduce it, not to the level that I had prior to the word from the Lord. And so that's been an area that I wish I would walk stronger in. And I know that over time, 
or, or maybe instantaneously after the night, I'm going to really get over that. I'm really um, working, trying to be obedient. I am obedient. Let me stop saying trying. I am I am obedient to God's word in the in the area of my eating habits and in regards to sugar in the name of Jesus. So you fellow believers, pray for Dr. Davis in that area because I want to be found to be faithful. And um, and so this did not catch God off guard. He has been preparing his children and his people for this. And I want you guys to recognize that you need to start taking Holy Communion every day. I They shut down the, the one Bible bookstore that we had in Tallahassee. So I was able to drive to Thomasville, Georgia. And I think it's Ryan. Is that it? Um, Bible bookstore. And I bought me um, a whole bunch of Holy Communions. So I'm, I'm in good shape uh, for a little while. And also, I do Psalms 91. And I also recognize the blood, the power of the blood of Jesus. So, um, I just want you all to understand and recognize and know that God is for us. He is not against us. And God wants the best for us. And he has made provisions for us for this corona what? Virus. This coronavirus that we have. Now I'm going to, I don't ever want to end my broadcast with not giving the invitation to accept our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus as your Lord and Savior, for He is the way, He is the truth, He is the life, and it's only through Him to the Father. Okay, so Romans 10, 9, because if you acknowledge and confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord and in your heart, believe, adhere to, trust in and rely on the truth that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So spiritual believers and listeners, read Psalms 91 out loud. Put your name in it. Include your family and all your loved ones in it. Make sure that you Recognize the power of the blood of Jesus. There's two weapons, the name of Jesus and the blood of Jesus that that stops demons in their track. And the next thing is what? The word of what? God and the Holy Communion. Holy Communion. Take it discerningly with reverence and recognize when you and when you take Holy Communion, you have tapped into the fountain of youth. It renews your body. It renews your soul, your mind, your will, and your emotion. And it renews your spirit. It heals your body. Oh, yes, there's so many benefits to Holy Communion. Okay, and I'll discuss that another time as well. Thank you for once again joining me on 94.1 FM Wave 94 with Enter the Glory Zone with Dr. Edith Davis.